Hey there. As you know, we're still figuring out how this whole podcasting thing works. And so I'm going to apologize for the audio on this one. I promise we're getting better. As you can tell by this clip, we are learning. We're growing. It's a journey. Join us. Good day, my screen queens. I am Kelly. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mark. And you're listening to Terrifying Women. Got it. All okay. Right. Good morning. <laughs> We're not doing the ASMR thing again. <laughs> uh, I'm Mark. And I'm Kelly. <laughs> Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about The Slumber Party Massacre, both 1982 and the, I believe, Sci-Fi Channel remake. Yes, it was Sci-Fi Channel. Um, it's a Sci-Fi original. Yes. A sci-Fi original, um, and surprisingly good one at that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, but let's start at the beginning, at the very beginning. The very beginning. The very beginning. I had to do some research. Okay. And I don't... I mean, it, the Slumber Party Massacre is not a huge, you know, that's it's not a huge slasher film from the '80s. I mean, it was probably did not get yeah, a whole lot. I of mean, money. it's no, it's no Friday the Thirteenth or it's not um, Halloween, it's right? But it is. It's more. It definitely has a cult following, it, and it's right. certainly memorable, and and just the the massacre series in general. The, the Slumber Party Massacre, right. Sorority House Massacre, and I think there's one other in the Massacre universe. <laughs> you have yes, there's quite a few of those. Um, it might be notable as being one of the first slashers directed by a woman, right? Um, and and in yes, fact, I most mean, of the franchise is directed by women. Interesting. It, not it's not all the same woman. <laughs> They just skipped him around, um, but... Yeah, it's interesting that Amy Holden Jones, the yes. director, um, she would go on to make the entire Beethoven series. Right. With the big St. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her... Um, I mean, and, and she did she did Mystic Pizza, an indecent proposal. Interesting. And so, so she was kind of all over the place. Really, the only other horror I saw in her directorial credits was the relic which right. is that one about the lizard monster in the chicago museum i like that I, I, it was actually. it was fun it was very fun yeah it's fun i think she has she does a good job with i think fun. so but this the slumber party massacre was her first yes. movie um prior to that she was an editor for like such luminaries as martin scorsese and hal ashby and um steven spielberg right so, yep. And instead of doing the editing job for E.T., she ran into Roger Corman in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, as you do. Yep. yep. And he has some kind of a, some kind of a method where if, if, if you're going to direct for him for one of his productions, you have to give him a, at least a short film. Oh, really? So she, yep. So she took this Rita Mae Brown um cozy mystery and sort of re rewrote it actually slumber party massacre is a rewrite uh -huh. of this rita may brown mystery and i can't remember the title oh really um 
Yes. Because it, it does not, it doesn't different. scream cozy mystery. It doesn't scream cozy mystery because she rewrote it so many times. It's so many, so much more screaming than most cozy mysteries. <laughs> yes, and way more hammered. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so then by the time she got that to him, he was like, yeah, let's, we're going to go with this. And so she directed Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> From a cozy um, mystery. Uh, that is that is just blown my mind. I'm sorry. I'm having a little trouble digesting that. <laughs> it might have had to do with like the the new girl in town right. and her younger sister, you know. And and there's a murder that they have to solve. Have to solve. solve <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it's probably something like that. But <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I it, whatever gets I you. I guess <laughs> the rewrite process is wild sometimes right so when you're watching this if you didn't know if you didn't know that a woman directed it the first 20 minutes of this movie would really be like you'd be like okay this is sort of par for the course for a slap oh absolutely they are tits out before the the (laughs) credits stop rolling It's true. It looks like a, a woman in prison. It movie. does. It has a, it has a yeah. very <laughs> super exploitative uh, 80s sex romp feel. Right. You know, which isn't uncommon for like a Roger Corman. No, no, shows. not at all. So he was probably like, you know, I suggest. <laughs> just, just some notes here. Uh, I, I know we're doing horror, but people like titties. <laughs> And by people, I mean men who go to movies. Yeah, who go see slasher movies. So the, I without going into too much detail here, basically, yes, new girl in town, um, is sort of on the outs with a bunch of her, like peers mm-hmm. in her PE class, which is apparently the only class they go to. You know, which is very um, Carrie. <laughs> Which is very carry, absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely drawing on a lot of the previous horror stuff in the mm-hmm. genre. Um, and she is sort of invited to a slumber party. It's a pity invite, but yeah, she is she's yeah. invited. And she's like, I'm not going to this Because she knows it's a pity invite. Yeah, and she knows it. And she's smart. That's That's probably one of the bigger differences between this movie and a lot of the slashers. I mean, they're all, none of them are dumb. No, no, they are. They, so, they, and they all have agency. That's good. So they all have agency. They are not nice girls, they're... but they do have agency. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> we do like um, women being these, catty. Oh. Well, and then, of course, the, the least nice of them is the younger sister. Oh, yeah, she is, she is just <laughs> fantastic. She is. Which carries on to the reboot. Yes. Yeah, I love I love the younger sister in the reboot. Right. So, I mean, if if you've never seen Slumber Party Massacre, you've probably seen the poster art for it somewhere. Absolutely. It it, it does look like the cover of a, a White Snake album. I right. It's just right. Scared women again, very boob forward. Yes. With, and then the the cordless um hammer Right. Drill dangling suggestively between the killer's legs. Yes. And then the whole camera's from behind there. And and actually, wait, wait, no, that was a, I think that was a Loverboy cover (laughs) with the the red leather pants. 
Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so okay. Can we can, we could talk? Can we talk about the yes? Drill? Let's talk about that drill. That great, but with this giant auger know, bit. Right. I don't know if I've I had seen a drill used as the primary murder weapon in a slasher before this. I don't think so. Primarily because a power source is an issue. Well, and yeah. And so the 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 remake. The power source, I, like I, I know, working at a hardware store, I know that you know we've got uh, battery packs for power tools that will last up to eight hours of usage. Okay. So, in in two thousand twenty. Right, but even <laughs> even even if you only got like say five hours of usage out of one in in the eighties, that's still plenty of time because you're not. He's not drilling all night. <laughs> He's doing that would be a that would be... <laughs> without medication, right? Um, but but he but, is he is okay. he's intermittently yeah, drilling throughout the evening. <laughs> intermittently drilling. Um, I had to do a little research because Black and Decker made a cordless hammer drill in the early uh-huh. 80s. They ran about six hundred dollars. So so our killer also has. Oh, um, some grand theft going. He, on. He, he put some investment into this. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe previously was using a just you know what he could reach with an extension cord, and then <laughs> decided to save up his pennies and dimes and go spend the money because that was a lot of money in early eighties. Right. The, but the problem with those with the cordless drills back in the early eighties was that they had a very very short battery life. Right. So. He would have had to have stopped and charged multiple times during the. Battery. Well, I just assume he has several battery packs, and they're they are heavy and bulky. But you know, he's got a tool bag somewhere, right? Well, he because his first kill is the is the telephone. Right. Company. So he's got her van. He's got her van to deal with, and I I, I mean it was it was very progressive to have a female lineman and. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did immediately Absolutely. murder her, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so sad. Of course, that she's also objectified almost oh. instantly by the by the two male characters. In the Absolutely, movie. actually, actually no. There's there's a third male character, the the ne- the creepy next door neighbor oh. who wants to look after the yes. kids while their parents are away. Yeah, he is so creepy. That, and I, and he's he does such a good job at being creepy. He does, and I think that that's probably Amy Holden Jones. That's that's totally her viewpoint. Yeah. So she's like, okay, you know, if I'm if I'm gonna have someone helping out the parents while they're gone on vacation, it's gonna have to be this creepy guy because they all are creepy. Guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every every guy in the film is creepy as hell. They don't live long. No, <laughs> nor do they deserve to. But <laughs> they don't really. They don't really. Yeah, no. The just the voyeurism alone, the peeping tom aspects of what's happening. Right. But so we get to the slumber mm-hmm. party, and things go downhill rapidly. Yes. I mean, it is. Yeah, the anytime someone goes to the garage, they're dead. You can never go to the garage. No, stay out of the garage. The garage is terrible. Don't go to the garage. Don't go, don't circle the um, 
the pool in the backyard. No. Don't do that. Mm -mm. I'm just, <laughs> really, you shouldn't be leaving the house. You should have just stayed inside, called your PE teacher to get the last night's ball game scores. What? Right. I think what I really, what I really, I actually, because I like, yeah. I really like Slumber Party Massacre. The more I watch it, the more I like it. Is that you do, you get a couple of kills initially, mm -hmm. just to like. Wet the appetite. Wet the appetite for the violence. And then as soon as you get to that second kill, or as soon as he enters the home, the girls change. They do change. Yes. They become much more um, resistant, more, more def take a defensive posture rather than running. Yes. Yeah, it is, it's not and, all just running and screaming from then on. Right. I mean, some of it is there, know, hiding. There's a fair amount of, yes, running, screaming, and hiding. But hi hiding is a valid choice when there is a serial murderer in your home. <clears throat> 100%. I think it only takes one more murder for everything to turn. Yeah. Because when he comes through the window, when they're in the ba in the bedroom, and kills the other, the, like the third girl, I think. This is after, of course, he's killed the two boys because they're dumb as rocks. Yes. Um, that's when it's, that's the end of it. Then it's all self-defense from there. Right. So, and that's pretty, that's, I would say that's maybe a little over halfway into the movie. Yeah, no, that, that is, um, yeah, that's the, like, a solid turn in the story there is when that happens. And, <clears throat> and then you've got this convergence. So you have the, the PE teacher, who's probably the most well-known actress. Yes. And I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> We should know these things. We should. We talked about this, and neither one of us is prepared. I do have the IMDb page open, and I don't... Oh, don't look. I, don't look. We don't know we her. We don't know her. Um, <laughs> but they, there's sort of this confluence. Oh, God. So you've got the new girl in town, her sister, mm -hmm. the PE teacher. They all are aware that something's up. Yes. And so they, they converge on the house, and it's just like the... Like they're just like amassing the troops to go after this guy. Yes, yeah. They they, they marshal some forces, and I love. Them. Yes, <laughs> they're taking the bitchy little sister and the uh, oh, loner God. neighbor girl, new girl in town. Well, the bitchy little sister is an ankle slap. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I like and I like. That. She's the best. I love yeah. her. <laughs> I love her. She's so funny in it too. The, the scenes where she's squirreled away a Playgirl magazine. Yes. <laughs> so crazy. This movie is so I funny. know. It's just... The, okay. So, okay, back to the drill. Yes, the drill. Just the drill. Just the last thing. Just the last thing before we, we move on to the reboot, really. Or, uh, I don't, unless you have other stuff. Not really. Um... When he goes to kill them, he he does make some incredibly salacious commentary about his. Oh, life. absolutely. That that they're gonna love it. Mm -hmm. That it's just so disturbing. Yeah. When he talks. Every about single one of his lines is disturbing, and the, that he delivers it in almost a baby voice yes. is even more so. I, I feel like that comes from Black Christmas. Maybe from the, yeah, because yeah, Billy, 
Billy on the phone is always like, Billy, I know what you did, Billy. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's him. Mm. Sorry, I'm drinking some coffee there. So, yeah, no, he is, he is just super, super creepy all the way around. Do you, okay, here's, here's a question. Do you feel like this movie would have gone differently if it was filmed by one of Roger Corman's sort of male directors in his, in his Absolutely. I feel like the women wouldn't have had that second act turn where they gain agency and, uh, start taking back some of their own power there. It would have just been running and screaming and tits out all the way through. I agree. I agree because if this, it doesn't feel like it has a super high. No, no, it it feels like a 12 dollar movie. Right. And there were, there were other movies around that time that have a similar, not feel, but a similar budget level, like the Prowler. Have you ever seen the Prowler? I, I think I have, but I can't. Yeah. He wears like a World War II gas mask, and um, it's all set around a like a prom. No, like I don't. A, a college. Dance. I don't believe I have seen that. There's a there's a really intense murder scene in a pool. Mm-hmm. It's I, disturbing. I do love a anyway, I do love I, a pool <laughs> murder. Yeah, but it's it has that same feel. Like the killer just knocks them all off until it gets down to the last couple. And then yeah. you know, it's just, it's so formulaic. And this one really j- just sort of breaks free. From it the- does. It does. Um, and, and I, and I, that is absolutely, uh, I believe Amy Holden Jones's POV and direction that does that. Right. I mean, if only this one had a large St. Bernard. Right. And just <laughs> God gather everyone together <laughs> Slobbered on, slobbered on the villain. Five. I know. People loved it. Yes, and and it ended with Beethoven the Fifth. People loved those movies. They're they're very cute. It's yeah. No, I. All right. Neither one of us have children, so (laughs) these are not the sort of things we would have been watching in our early (laughs) thirties, while while our kids were, you know doing their things but i'm but if beethoven was on i'd probably i mean i wouldn't turn but only because i wouldn't turn it off if, if it it certainly yeah it's fine only because it's about a saint bernard and he's he's cute the dog doesn't die that's that's right it's a very important point we should probably do an entire podcast on uh movies where the dogs don't die, yes which is not that many and no no yeah sadly they like to like convey something's terrible with a dead dog right up front it's john carpenter's fault because he starts it right up right out in the seventh uh, with the thing kills poor lester yeah. lester chester i don't know lester is it lester yes because when we were naming when we were naming our dogs i was like i think this was smoky we told everyone we were going to name it lester after the dog in heaven uh. But people were like, uh, you mean like Chester the Molester? That's it. Annoying. Yeah. Number one. But I mean, not a lot of our friends don't watch horror movies. This, this is true. Know, they wouldn't have caught any references. They certainly don't know where Dario came no. from. No. No, they, um, 
you know, like, that seems like a strange name for a chihuahua. <laughs> right. Yeah, we have a chihuahua named Daria. Anyone out there listening? And he is, he is so, very dramatic. <laughs> he is. He's incredibly dramatic. If, if, he, if we could give him some little black leather gloves, mm. I'm sure he'd try to kill his sister. Absolutely. So moving yes. on to Danishka Esterhazy's uh, slumber party master right uh, so she's coming from uh, channel zero uh, which I loved yes channel zero I don't know if she was on in, involved in all of them or if she was like a second unit director or something but she was definitely involved in, in quite a few of those episodes right um, which was a great horror um, TV series on I believe it was sci-fi channel I think so um it was I think they did about four and that four that seasons. first season was absolutely terrifying yes the tooth oh god i i still think about the tooth i mean you I, i'm weird about teeth anyway and um that tooth monster still haunts me <laughs> yes so she was also involved in um what else did she do she's done other horror movies she was the Banana Splits movie. Aww. <laughs> <Sure. Aww. laughs> that movie was wrecked. It was. <laughs> I mean, this is coming from, I mean, I watched the Banana Splits. In the oh, movie. me too. I loved it. <laughs> and it, Yeah, I loved it. It was fun. It was sort of the, our, the after school show that was on. Yes. And to see them drenched in blood was just it was a lot for it, me. it was a lot yeah <laughs> it, it, it was sort of a well there goes my childhood moment <laughs> oh my god so uh Danishka Esterhazy takes a different approach a little bit yeah so she does she does a, a quick reimagining um of the first one just so that she can set up what is essentially a standalone sequel uh for itself. <laughs> yes. And so instead of instead of uh, girls in a slumber party with a creepy neighbor and um, some other red herrings, we've got girls in a cabin with a creepy ex-boyfriend lurking. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they just get right to the killing um, pretty pretty quickly in that one. Right. And um, let's see. The the sort of the final girl in the cold open ends up being the mother of the the final girl in the the actual. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is but which the, is uh, I mean, yeah, it, it makes it makes for a nice clean timeline. We've got um, the mother daughter final girls. They're great. They are great together. They are great. And then, it, and then it, of course, the the killing in the cold open of the of the driller killer is, which we should probably talk about the driller killer. Yeah. Okay. We're on this. Have Have you seen? The um. Killer? No. <clears throat> oh my god. I, it's it's pure New York art film. I don't think I've seen driller. Except for the driller killing. <laughs> 
If it weren't for the driller killings. <laughs> if it weren't for the driller killings, it would just look like an Andy Warhol factory. <laughs> but um, it's it's pretty well uh, received, actually. I don't people people like it. I don't know. I, it it got a huge new release with like a 4K and everything. I can't I can't imagine how much work had to be done on that. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at the IMDb, and I have not seen this. No. Okay. I, I, now, I need, to, I need to track it down. We're not, yeah, we're not going to, I'm not going to go in-depth in it on the cast, because uh, there aren't any women involved in it. But... No. Except for being drilled. Right. Yeah, same with, same with Body Double. Yeah. Which is another drill. Yes, which I, and I have seen Body Double. But that's also very sort of male game. Yes. Um, I mean, the, uh, anyways. Yeah, the, 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 the first one does make the obvious joke with the drill innuendo, um, which is, is uh, and that's, that is what I uh, expect from all driller killer <laughs> as a genre. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a penis allegory in here. <laughs> Right. No. <laughs> the fact that she uses a hammer drill. If 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 anyone in the audience has never seen a hammer drill, it's a it's almost like a jackhammer, but the the part that goes down in the T is the drill. Right. The drill bit. It has that um, it has an extra massive. side handle for support and forward pressure. Right. It is unwieldy. Yes. The blade and the bit the bit is easily three feet long. It's a full yard of bit. <laughs> virtually impossible to wield in a small tract home hall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it even more ridiculous. So but, but, I guess that's the But same. it is visually effective. <laughs> visually effective. So so when we get back after the cold open, we've got a new group of friends. Mm -hmm. They're going out to the same cabin. Yes. On the lake, in the woods. Um, and, of course, you know, it doesn't take long for it, the driller killer to arrive. No. And he is given face. So much face. Oh. So, he's so well moisturized. Yes. He's... <laughs> and he's the his greasiest. eyeballs are just popping. His jawline is sharp and always at a 45 degree angle up tilt and <laughs> right always i appreciate that that these two female directors opted not to put a mask on their yeah trailer nope because the face was bad enough <laughs> yeah his <laughs> he is really really acting the hell out of that face <laughs> yes he, he is oh my god so there's a there is a, I guess, who gets, someone gets killed. Someone gets killed. It's one of the boys. So, no. Gets killed. Immediately, the car repair guy gets killed. Oh, yes. That's yeah. The, the mechanic from the gas station who drove all the way out to the lake to, re, to give them their radiator hose. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't, I'm I don't sure know. That's all he had in mind. Right. Yeah. So there's a car full of helpless ladies mm -hmm. who are, and I've got this hose. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, he did he did appear to have showered before going out to the lake. Right. But he but he wasn't also carrying a six pack of beer or something else to play teenage girls with. Right, which they would already have, obviously. Yes. So. So following the the reveal mm-hmm. that we've that there's a murderer in our midst, uh, the girls are they they go running screaming back into the house, and the younger sister who has hidden away in the back, she's a stone, and she's I love her is is sort of our eyes on what's going mm-hmm. on, and she sees that they've all sort of revealed the weapons that they've been hiding around. Yes, there's a sudden, like, bats are coming out of pillows, knives are coming out of drawers, it's, it's just, she, and all of the, all of the wine coolers they were drinking were water. <laughs> so we've clearly got a reversal. Yes. In the, in the very early stages, and not the same kind of reversal that, um, Holden Jones was able to No. Run, but a straight up, Revenge murder thing is about to happen. Yes. <laughs> Justice for mom and her friends. Justice for mom and her friends. So they go running off to, like, through the woods hunting this guy. And oh. come across a cabin full of sort of frat jocks. Who are... And they are in the midst of the... Uh, 80s sex romp sorority girl pillow fightiest pillow fight ever. So There's times. feathers everywhere. <laughs> they, and they are shoulders pinned back. There's giggling. <laughs> I think they're tickling each other. Not a shirt to be Nobody's seen. wearing a shirt. <laughs> they're all hot. It's it is literally the gayest thing. It is it is, it is it is more homoerotic than the opening of Zoolander when all the models die at the gas station. <laughs> it's true, that's true. But I mean, when you because then the girls are all looking in the window, right. sort of female view. Yes. I. <laughs> although I think about half of them are like, this is really right. Funny. Yeah, these guys are fucking idiots. Like, seriously, is oh, is man. this what they're like when we're not looking? Cause, right. but our, you know what, our driller killer, as it turns out, is not a sexist. No, he is equal opportunity. No, because I think he was initially hunting the guys. Perhaps because, because they, they were in. They were. They were the ones that rented the. That's cabin. true. They, actually they were. They, had to rent they were in the, the girls had to get a different cabin. Yes, because the guys had um, already rented that one, and they all they all got there by listening to the same podcast. <laughs> Their true crime crime junkie podcast. Oh man! Crime bandits. Crime bandits. I think is the name of their right. fictional podcast. It's, it's. It would be cute if there wasn't so much blood. <laughs> right. It, it, in any other movie, this would be just a, a, a overwrought meat cute. <laughs> yeah. But no, there's no time for that. No. The slaughter begins very rapidly. Yes. And and, and, and I so can't... what? <laughs> there's there's guy and there's guy too. As as. <laughs> 
That's right. And and, and, and just the, I have to tell you, and this this is gonna make me sound so fucking dumb, because I thought that that was written specifically, as like not their name being. Oh. But just, just for them, they were only being referred to as guy. I think that's the intention. As in, they're gonna be killed. No, I think that I think that that's the intention. That is the way the order that they die in, and I think that that's uh-huh. the intention. And I. It gives the moment for one of my all-time favorite horror movie lines, and where one of the guys screams, "Why is Guy Two dead?" and the other, and one of the girls screams, "All dead is Two dead." <laughs> I love a good pun. <laughs> She's great. That was great. Oh my gosh. So anyway, obviously the guys don't stand a chance. No, no, and they are. They just don't. Have but they are convinced that the girls are the killers. Because they're feminists. But the girls are (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's their intent. Right, yes. They are there to kill one very specific person. Right, which they do. Yes. They they it happens fairly rapidly. It it um it yeah, it it happens at I don't know, at about like the sixty minute mark. And yesterday when I was rewatching this, Dad was in, um, and the movie kept going after we've got this body in the, in the front yard. And he was like, wait, wait, I thought, I thought they killed that guy. I'm like, oh no. Tick tock. No, no, <laughs> this movie's still going. It's still going because now we have our Friday the 13th. Yes. Life. Yes, we do. <laughs> So the murders continue after our driller killers. Yes. And we no longer have a drill in there. No, no. Now we have a sawzall. Uh, reciprocating yes, saw. A sawzall. <laughs> reciprocating saw. In, in, a, in the middle of a, of a very... I, I mean... <laughs> ludicrous uh, homoerotic shower scene. Oh, God. The, the showers... I suppose it's not... It's not. No, it's just, it's just super... It, it's just one guy. And it, it is just like the absolute epitome of um what sexualized shower scene yes with the music and the soap and you get this this artsy shot of a you know water streaming down his back and (laughs) there's a lot of steam for an outdoor there there really is but also i mean these i don't know these guys are dumb they 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 had their beer in the freezer out front apparently (laughs) That's not where Bear goes. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, so, so anyway, so he's dead. He's gone. Dead and dead. Yes, right, right through his heart-shaped tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Three times. <laughs> through his heart-shaped tattoo, that's right. <laughs> I love it. I love and it. It's, it's, it's a beautiful visual. It is. But then the killer, the new killer, who we who could be one of the girls, we don't know yet. No, um, sort of descends on the other campground. The other, the other cabin. The girls' cabin. Um, and this is the first. Yeah, yeah this is the, none of the the girls are all alive at this point. They're they're right. they're frightened and bloodied, but they're all alive. Yep. Um, and and the little sister is puking, just like one of the the girls in the first one was was sick yeah. so 
that's definitely something to right and apparently in this scenario it's not the right time to go out in the dark and put the um the your hoses back into your engine no it's 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 not but you know you do they they needed to be done apparently it needed to be done so we have our first death of one of the the friends and then from then on it's a nail gun yes killer yeah um which i did have to confirm with since dad was in the room how how it because there's a safety feature on a on a nail gun yes that uh would you know would have to at the point where the nail comes out, it would push that part of the trigger back before it can even fire a nail. But right. Dad tells me that's pretty easily disabled. However, I mean, obviously it was yes. too much velocity, but in order to get any kind of velocity like that, like even for effective nail gunning, it is one of the few tools that really needs to be pneumatic. It has to be. Okay. Yeah. Where was the compressor? Yeah, so, so yes, is she hauling around a... <laughs> So, I mean, if 20 miles of extension cord and an air compressor, and if, if that's the case, why can't they just hear that running in the woods? I feel like, I feel like even this discussion is a callback to the original drill discussion. Entirely and possible, so yes. Danishka Esterhazy was like, when people discuss this, I want them to be like, that nail gun can't work. <laughs> Because the jokes on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because for sure, for sure, and and it is for sure that nail gun had a compressor. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, yeah, you can get an electric nail gun, but it it's really more for Brad's and Staples than not yeah, right. not those heavy duty roofing nails. <laughs> yep. So. So it turns out that the new killer is the old killer's mom? Yes. Slash sister? No, she's his mother. I guess. I guess she is. Because she doesn't seem old enough. She to doesn't be seem old enough to be his mom, but but she is. Okay. All right. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know where we're at. Is this? Con- it could be Kentucky. It, it, they filmed this at yeah. No offense to our Kentucky listeners. <laughs> But they did. They filmed it in South Africa. I'm not... okay. oh, yeah, they? yeah, because oh, because sci-fi that. will film anywhere that's cheap. <laughs> well, you know, you can make anywhere look like. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it is two cabins on a lake. It literally could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. That's what I always. That's what I always tell Caroline when we're traveling. I was just like, everywhere is exactly the same. <laughs> You know, you're going to drive down a road and then you're going to see a strip mall. Yep. It's going to be a Walmart (laughs) somewhere over here. Yep. Somewhere. Costco, Home Depot, same everywhere. Yeah. That's. Or some versions of. Yeah. That's, it's depressing in a lot of ways. It's, yeah. Aesthetically depressing. Aesthetically very depressing. (laughs) I hate it. I hate hate that we live with big box stores and all, everyone has got a McDonald's. Right. So, much like in the original, we have a, a ragtag group of survivors. Mm-hmm. And this time we have the mom of the girl coming back 
to exact one or to protect to protect her, her child because she because having lived through the first one she is very safety conscious uh to the point of paranoia and uh right. dana our final girl didn't call her when she got to the cabin and so she came, she tracked her down somehow i'm assuming through her phone. I, except they don't have a signal Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Even even Dario agrees. <laughs> right. Um, so I don't, so we're just going to, I don't know, mom intuition, I guess. Slipped a tracker on that yeah. on that SUV or something. Anyway, so they, she tracks her down and is like, you never called me. <laughs> <laughs> and then a mom fight. And then a mom fight, yes. That's right. And that's. And, and, <laughs> it's, I thought it I was loved great. it. It's really fun. I loved it. I loved the, the, uh, the, the gaze reversal, mm-hmm. um, and the, the call out to so many slashers, which, um, with the, with the camera work and the, unimportant names and the no agency for women um just guy too <laughs> guy too what's interesting too in terms of like the guys how the guys are seen in the the original movie versus this one in the original one they're all creepy. yes every single they are one of them absolutely are. creepy as hell yeah and they're all like you know, like peeping toms or like sniffing underwear yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, they are they are they're they are the cast of Porkies plopped into this right. film. And in the second one and in the, the remake, they do a little bit of that because the guys are like looking in there in the window. Just like as the I think it like right after they yeah. the guys look in the window to see if they're in there. But they like they nod. Right. No, and they and But they don't they are they don't seem creepy. No, they just seem stupid. They're stupid, and they're they are forty percent of men who argue with feminists online are are yeah. this are, they're, are these guys. The you hate men. You're you're killing us because you hate men. <laughs> There's some of those feminists you keep hearing about. <laughs> God, just just. Hatchet wielding feminists. Right. We're everywhere. <laughs> and, and my my weekly hatchet sharpening bill is insane. I you know what? I'd be really interested to see what she does next because it was that was so well. It was. It really was. It it was it was it beautiful. That, it, right. It had that feeling of like, did you see the movie Final Girls? Yes. Yeah, it had sort of that that level of thought that went into the comedic parts, I think. Right. It was well, yeah, it was really surprisingly like one of the best sci-fi channel movies I've ever seen. I mean, it was so and this was written by uh Suzanne Keeley, who also wrote Ash versus Evil Dead, which was a super oh, wow. fun TV okay. series, and Warrior Nun, yes. which was also a super fun TV series. Uh, wow, they really pulled this. Yes, out. yes, they did. Uh, mostly, yeah. Oh, Killer High, which was a TV movie that I haven't seen. Hmm. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna watch it. Right. Never. Yeah, gonna have to track that one down. 
Um, but yeah, so she's she has a, a fair amount of horror writing uh, projects under her belt at this point. Right. So. So that's that's the Slumber Party Maskers. We would be remiss if we didn't mention Slumber Party Massacre too. Oh, so the, and there is a call to it in the sec in this this reboot with the guitar, yes, with the guitar. and it is the exact same ridiculous guitar, <laughs> <laughs> minus yeah, the, the drill. In the, <laughs> right in the sequel from the eighties, the the killing weapon is a drill outfitted guitar. And then a sort of a heavy metal hair band. Killer. Right. And the, the guitar itself ridiculous. Is, is ridiculous. It's. it's... <laughs> well, even the, the killer in the second one is is sort of a Freddy crew. Right. Because he's it's a like a dream killer. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Just... I guess it's just fun. It's, it's fun just. It's that, and that's all it needs to be, really, is fun. Right. It's true. Um. But yeah, that that guitar is wowza. Just <laughs> I know. Amazing. And so guy guy right. two guy two uh, gets the guitar and he's, he's he's trying to defend some ladies with it, but it's a guitar. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You can't you can't beat the drum. no, nope. <laughs> oh man. So. That's Slumber Party Massacre. Yes. Uh, so what do we have coming up? Oh, what should we have coming up? Wow. I really want to talk about Totally Killer soon. Totally Killer would be a great discussion. Um, I, I, and if we're going to do a, a top 10 for this year, Totally Killer's going on my top 10. I Mine as well. It's already on there. Right? Yeah. I mean, I know that there's a few more movies that I've got to be watching for a top ten list, but um, yeah. Uh, maybe we should do. We're trying to. Maybe we should do a top five. Each of us do five. We could do that. Although I, I feel like that if we if we limit it to five, um, it's going to be all crossovers. This might be very very. Similar. And it, yeah, that is that is a good point. That's a good point. I think you. I think you. I think people diverge in their six through ten. That's <laughs> that's where the. The, the beauty is in the six through ten, huh? It's true. It's true. All right. So so let's so we're gonna do totally killer, and yep. sometime before the end of the year, we're gonna do a wrap up with top ten uh, female driven horror films for that produced in twenty twenty three. Sounds okay. Good. Fantastic. Until then. until then. <laughs> Hey, this is Kelly. Thanks for listening while we figure our shit out. Hope to see you next time. Hey there. As you know, we're still figuring out how this whole podcasting thing works. And so I'm going to apologize for the audio on this one. I promise we're getting better. As you can tell by this clip... We are learning. We're growing. It's a journey. Join us. Slumber party massacre. Slumber party massacre. We're having a party. There's a massacre at our slumber party.